Hello and welcome back to Talking Trade. It is International Women's Day today and we're talking about how to get more women into the trade. Um, if everybody just wants to throw in a comment, likes, everything like that, we will be giving away a brilliant on the tools hoodie to every to one lucky winner who comments. So throw your comments in there, guys, and you could win the hoodie. So today I've got two lovely ladies from the trade. First of all, we've got Rosie. Hello. Hello, Rosie. So tell us, <laughs> how long have you been in the trade and what do you do? Um, I started about 20 years ago, started doing um, decorating at college and then had a bit of a space and then set up my own business 12 years ago in Bristol. So, yeah, I've been doing that for quite a while. So I've done decorating, trained for tiling in wet rooms as well. But I'm just doing decorating and upcycling at the minute. Oh, lovely. That sounds really good. And we also have Hattie with us today. Hattie, tell us a little bit about you. What do you do and how long you've been doing it? Well, hello. Um, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, I've been um, in the trade for nigh on 30 years, 32 years, actually. Uh, come off the tools a couple of years ago to set up the uh, registered tradeswomen, but I was a plumber before that, a teacher before that. Um, and I absolutely loved plumbing from the first minute I started it. I, I, I couldn't get enough of it. I thought I'd go and just do a little taster and I loved it. So I've been doing it ever since. Um, I couldn't get a job, so I employed myself and I've been self-employed forever. And I really recommend it. And we help other women become self-employed. That's what we do now. That is fantastic. That's a really, really great job title there. Um, so you were just saying how you absolutely loved plumbing. Like, did you always know that you wanted to be a plumber? Was it because there's obviously so many trades to choose from? Did you always think oh, I'm just going to be a plumber one day? No, I never thought that. I never, ever thought it. In fact, even when I was at school, because when I was at school, I wanted to be an engineer, actually. And I wanted to do um, metal work. And I knew I, I, knew I was handy. Mm. But in my school in the 70s, I know, long, far distant past for you, but in the 70s, in my school, they told me those were boys' subjects and I wasn't allowed to do them. So I had to do cookery and needlework. And yeah. So I um, got pushed into um, uh, those sorts of domestic, domestic science and all that kind of stuff. Um, so when I left teaching, decided I wanted to leave teaching and I thought about what I wanted to do, I wanted to go back to being with, working with my hands and metalworking and I just thought well metalworking working with my hands I knew for sure I didn't want to be an electrician yeah I oh, went, they earn a lot of uh, money I've heard <laughs> not as much as plumbers <laughs> but um yeah so I so I just went along to this evening class and um I absolutely adored it I loved you know playing with tools and fixing things and oh, it was just great controlling water yeah as well be god yeah <laughs> what about you Rosie did yeah. you always like feel like you wanted to be a painter or was it just something that just kind of fell into you one day well I'm like you actually because I remember a memory at school and we did a little electric thing um doing a plug and I really I remember I really enjoyed that but then like you said it just weren't in my it weren't it it's just did, not in your reality is no, it I didn't even think about it until I um painted my bedroom once when my two little boys were small and I thought oh, I actually like this and then so I, so I found out about a decorating course and I went and did that and it was brilliant yeah. so I loved it just because it must be a practical person yeah I think that the same the same is with me really because 
now I come to think of it, I literally have only just thought of this while you've said that is I've actually always been really good with my hands. I've always built stuff. I've always made stuff on my own. I've always been really crafty mm. and arty. And I think that's probably why as soon as I got onto site and I picked up the trowel and I learned bricklaying, there is an art to it and it is a skill. And that's probably why I really loved doing it because you, you get onto site, you're always busy. And at the end of the day, you've built something like incredible yeah and that's probably why I ended up really enjoying it more than any other job I've ever done mm. so yeah. what did you do before painting and decorating did you do another job or I did art and design at college so for a couple of years and then I went to do my HND but um I was having quite a difficult time because I had PTSD and I had mm. two little boys and so forth and then I painted my bedroom while I we were at home and uh, not well and then I realised I enjoyed it. So then I stopped doing that and I went and did paint and decorating. And do you feel like being self-employed as a painting and decorator like fit really well into your lifestyle? Was uh, it easy with the hours and working your own hours and stuff? I found it really good because when I moved to Bristol 12 years ago and I didn't, there weren't any jobs, it was like January and I'd already done that in past and my partner said, Sorry, I can't remember what you asked me now. Did it fit into like your lifestyle? Was it like easy hours to fit around having kids? Like were you choosing your own hours sort of thing? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It were easy like it is now um, because I can be flexible. So, for instance, if I need to go and pick my daughter up at dinner time, I'm like, right, while this is drying, I'll go and pick mm. her up, drop her off, yeah. come back. So, yeah, there's lots of bonuses. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Hattie... Um, when you like got into plumbing, because obviously you didn't do it straight away, you got deterred and you went back to it. Did you find it easy to find a job or was it like really difficult for you to get get into it? Um, it was easy for me to get into the training. I just contacted Leeds College Building and said, um, can I come and do my course there? And they said, great, please do come. So when I got there, I thought, like everyone still thinks today, You'll go um, to college, you'll you'll get a job with someone and you'll get all your experience on site and all of that. Well, it wasn't like that for me. Um, I wrote to at least 300 companies in Leeds. Um, and back in those days in 1990, you had to write, literally write and put it in an envelope. I know, alien concept, and post it. And then when they didn't reply, I followed up with a phone call. Yeah. And I, people would be interested and then they'd say to me, who wants the job? Is it your husband? Is it your son? And I say, no, it's me. And they say, oh, no, sorry, we've got no vacancies. So I actually never, ever got a job. I just thought, well, I'm going to have to employ myself and day release myself to college. And that's what I did. Yeah. Um, I was determined. Uh, I was, I'm an adult. I was an adult then. I was 27 already. I had my own place. I had bills to pay. I didn't have time to mess about. I had to, I just had to do it. And that's what I did. And I think a lot of uh, women find themselves in a position where they just have to do something. You're thrown in the deep And so end. you just do it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We've got a few comments coming in now. Let's see what people um, are talking about in the comments. And we might be able to answer a few of their questions. So we've got Suzanne who says, Yay. happy International Women's Day. It is a happy International Women's Day. It's a great day. Socials have been blowing up. On the tools have been doing all sorts of things all day. If you haven't gone and checked out what these guys have been doing, head over to their socials because there's so much going on for International Women's Day. 
Um, we got another comment here. We got Glenn say uh, he says my daughter works with me and she's a roofer. Fantastic. I think that's really really great if you are like a father or 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 a mother who is already working in the trade to take your children to work with you and to teach them that for for boys and girls or anybody that this trade is for everybody. And I started working out with my dad originally, so. Mm. I just went to site with him and I learned everything from him. So I was really lucky if he wouldn't have taken me under his wing and told me I could do it. I wouldn't be a bricklayer now. So it took his influence so on important. me to push me to do role it. Models. Role models are, you can't stress, you know, how, how important they are. You know, when you see somebody who's like you, um, i.e. my case, female doing something that you've, you know, kind of society tells you, is not usual for you to do, yeah. then you find it really difficult to think, well, am I really going to try and step outside of society yeah. and do something that whole of society is telling me I shouldn't be doing? Yeah. And that's really difficult. You've got to be really strong. And I want to see a world where you don't have to be that strong, Yeah, uh, you know, that society can accept you. Whatever you want to do, whether you're a boy wanting to be a nurse, because they get it. Yeah. You know, when, when I was doing my teacher training, there was one man in our... Uh, course there was we were nursery teachers and there was one man and I know he was a token man and you know he they loved him yeah you know and he was great and everything but he was there because he was a token and it's the other way around for us in the trade you know yeah. we're sometimes taken on as a token and I I don't want us as, as tokens I think we should we should just be able to like do that if that's what we want to do yeah absolutely like um we were having a little chat before we came in here and you said some really interesting points um of how to, we can get more women into the trade um which would be like just like when we're posting photos of tradesmen when we're putting job applications out there just make sure that we are putting a woman in the photo as well mm -hmm. like alongside a man you know mm -hmm. it's, it's to give that image that this job isn't just for men anymore. Like if we can do it, anybody can do it. Absolutely. Um, that's, what I, that's, that's why I always say to people, if I can do it and I had everything against me, you know, I had my family, I had my culture, I had my gender I had everything against me, yeah. but I still managed to do it. And, you know, now even the queen knows who I am. Mm. You know, so because i i you know i'll just blow my own trumpet just for a second i yeah. did get an mbe yeah she got an mbe oh, for services to women in the heating and plumbing industry oh, and that's yeah. because i'd been spending i spent at least you know the last 10 years helping women to become plumbers and navigate their way yeah. through the training we do mentoring and we set up communities and all that sort of stuff but all of that is really really important because now with social media it makes it look like there are loads of us yeah and yeah, there are yeah. there are loads more than you know when i did it i i worked for 17 years without meeting another single female plumber yeah 17 that years is a, long a long time and i only started meeting them because i started looking for them yeah and then i created a website and then they could find me yeah and that's how we started our um i think i started one of the very first online communities which i just paid for out of my own pocket because I wanted to see more women yeah and they were telling me their stories and their stories actually unfortunately hadn't changed much like they couldn't get placements and they yeah. don't feel confident and even after all of that time even from that time. When and you even now started. 30 years yeah. later we're still hearing similar stories and but with the fantastic thing like this on the tools group like this like talking trades like yeah. social media like the groups we can have on Facebook now it's so positive now yeah you know, there there we've got much more support 
than, yeah. than I had. And it's like even just women supporting women, like, you know, I see other female bricklayers online um, and that just makes me feel like I fit in. Like, do you feel like that with your painting and decorating? Because I know quite a few painting and decorators on social media, like women. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I do like it. I follow loads of different women. So, mm. so if like a tradeswoman will come up, I follow them. And yeah, it's like like you said, supporting each other. But it's nice to see other people. And you're like, oh god, there's actually quite a few of us. Like, mm. but I thought that I thought, oh, there's loads of us until you told me actually statistics are still saying that yeah, it's yeah. Not, yeah i mean so. the statistics are really you know if we if we could have every single tradesman and every single tradeswoman on this group you know we'd still yeah. be less than three percent i mean yeah there's a we got our research here it says women make up just over half of the uk population but fewer than one-fifth work in construction and only one percent is actually on the tools so we can see how low them statistics are um and uh of these women 72 report experiencing some form of gender discrimination at work while most are paid around a third less than their male counterparts um with this feminism movement and getting women in the trade and everything like that i really do think it is important for uh, for uh men and women to be paid the same i really do think that that is important if we're doing the same job if we're working just as hard like I work the same, I do the same as what my uh, male colleagues do at work. I work just as hard. I work the same hours and I am paid the same. But, same, you know, yeah. luckily I am paid the same because I have I know a lot of women online, um, especially in America, that aren't paid the same. And I just think that's really brutal. So um, have we got any more comments coming in that we can answer? some comments coming in guys we'll see what the question what people that, that's why i um work for myself because you can yeah. just you know make your own wage yeah. well you yeah. you know you put your own wage to what you want which is great yeah we've got eva here she says i'm a plumber as well yeah. love the work i couldn't imagine myself working as something else now hi eva yeah, Eva, from the look of that photo, looks quite young as well. So that's good to see that we've got more women coming into the yeah. trade. I mean, as we were saying before, like you've been in the trade for 20 years, you've been in the trade for 30 years. I've only been in the trade for two and a half years. And I don't think much, from what we've been talking about that much has changed in terms of more women coming into the trade. It's still really scarce. Yeah. There still isn't enough movement. I think we aren't pushing it in schools enough. In my opinion... I really think to get more women into the trade, it needs to be pushed in schools. People are deciding what they want to do in life from school. Yeah, they go to college or they do an apprenticeship. And from there, they basically choose their career. And if we aren't pushing in schools, to be honest, I don't think it's talked about in schools at all how trades is a good job. I don't think it's pushed at all because I literally never even thought of it. I know a lot of the, even a lot of the, the guys I went to school with, none of them hardly any of them have ended up doing a trade and it's really dying like how do you feel like we could get more women into the trade i think that's a good idea i'm not a teacher so i don't really know <laughs> like how what goes on in schools i can just remember when i were at school um and yeah i never it were never offered in fact i didn't really know what what were happening when they were doing all that kind of oh what's you know what job are you gonna get and yeah i didn't really understand some of the stuff that they were telling me but um yeah, I don't know why that's not right. You should have like a little list of, um, you know, different things for practical people, people who are academic, and so and then the people who are not academic are not going to feel, oh, you know, down about themselves. Because why should you? Because mm. you just 
you're just, just not your thing is it you're good at this or you like this better than yeah that? and and actually I love being a tradeswoman yeah and, and I can be creative I can mold it into different things I can go and produce a really nice wallpapered room and I don't know I just love it when you when you do like art and design in high school your art teacher's not going oh you'll be a you'll be a painter one day are they they're just they're talking about like when you do art and design in school it's about going and doing um product design and going on to university and designing furniture and going from there they never said oh you could be a really good tradesman one day like you could be an amazing painter and decorator like they just never talked about and that's why we never even think about doing it. Like, I was really great with my hands, and my teacher didn't say, oh, you'd be a good bricklayer one day. Mm. Like, I had a nickname at school, maintenance. Was it? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> whenever, whenever, whenever people, because I was all, always constantly taking things apart and putting them back together, and it, if ever anything broke, but my friends would say, bring it to maintenance, and they'd just bring it to me, and I'd just take it apart and put it back together again, <laughs> miraculously. Yeah. Like, luckily, <laughs> a lot of the times things worked. But um, talking about the, the schools thing, one of the things that – because I've been going into schools for um, ever. <laughs> uh, since I left school um, and went into teaching and went back to schools and then left teaching to go into plumbing, I now go back to schools and talk to children. Yeah. And one of the things that I've discovered is that um, I, I, I'll ask them, well, the teachers will ask them in an assembly, what do you think uh, Hattie does for a living? And none of them will guess that I'm a tradeswoman unless they already have seen another woman yeah. trade in the trades yeah and so that to me says what we need is role models yeah so that is in the advertising as you say yeah in the language used social in social media yeah. in you know things like this more more women talking about stuff um so that younger people um looking at it can think oh actually that's in that's a seed in the back of my mind i want to do that and i've seen a woman doing it so i can do it yeah Whereas I think when I was at school, I didn't want to be a plumber. No. You know, I wanted to do what everyone else, all the other girls were doing. Yeah. You know, and and, and and so it's really difficult at that age when when teenagers just want to fit in. Yeah, absolutely. You, for them you to try and to... step out. And that's why we need to create that as a, so it's not stepping out. Yeah. So that it's normal for you to want to do that. And that. cool, though. Yeah. I, I and now it is. Yeah. I feel, I feel really cool. You know, anyway, I, I can fix anything. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I feel cool. My mum's always got me down the yard on the weekend <laughs> fixing everything. We've got another comment coming in. Let's quickly read this comment. We've got Shana. She said, it still isn't easy getting a job, I found. It took me years to find a company that would pay me the same as the other guys with less experience than I did. And that is completely what we were just saying. Like, how do you expect more women to get into the trade if you aren't paying them the, them the same as men? Um, and we can get more money elsewhere. So what would be the point of us doing, you know, going in to do a trade to get paid less than we'd get doing another job that's much easier? Mm -hmm. um, got a continued comment from Shana. I worked with my dad for years. I miss it so much. It was amazing. All the laughs made work more fun. Mm -hmm. Being in a trade is unlike any other job on earth. That's like true. it's, it feels like I don't even go to work. I literally love my job so much. So yeah, I do. And one of the things I really love about it is the is the creativity. You know, people might think plumbing isn't creative. You know, it's just like building and decorating is creative, but plumbing is really creative ah, cool. because you have to understand and so pipe many as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've I've heard that's quite hard. You know. 
No, it depends how good you are. <laughs> <laughs> the better you are, the easier it is. Yeah. But um, but uh, but yeah, uh, and you have to you have to understand stuff and and create solutions for people. Yeah. And I love problem solving. I was always yeah, a problem solver. Yeah. So if somebody says to me, "Oh, I've got this, that, and the other. I want that," you ask them a few questions, and you say, "Right, okay. So this is the solution for you." And nine times out of ten even 10 times out of 10, they will go with a, a solution rather than just say, oh, yeah, go on, then just just stick a boiler, stick a combi in or yeah. whatever, you know, because a combi might not be right for you yeah. in, in certain situations. It's a lot of problem solving, isn't it? Like, do you get, do you feel like you have to do a lot of problem solving with your job? I mean, you probably have to cover up quite a lot of mess, I would assume. Yeah, um, yeah, because there's always something that comes up, isn't there, even if you've been doing it for years, and it's like, oh, damn. How do you get around that? Yeah. But like you said, I like problem solving, and I always have attitude, like, I can do this, whatever it is, like, I can do it somehow. Do you remember the time when you felt like, and have you even reached this point where you felt like, yeah, I'm, I'm proper now? Like the time, I remember that time when the phone rang, because when the phone used to ring, I used to brick it. I used to think, oh my God, what if I can't do it? Yeah. What if I don't know? What if I'm not going to be able to solve their problem? What if, you know, what if, what if, what if? And then on this one day, I remember picking up the phone thinking, I don't know, I don't, don't know what it is and it doesn't matter because I'll be able to do it. Yeah. And that was when I felt like I was a real plumber. Yeah. And it took about yeah. three or four years for me to get to that stage because up until then I was still... I was taking on stuff I'd never done before all the time. And I was still feeling like I wasn't a real plumber because I was losing sleep. Uh, (laughs) And then that one time I picked up the phone and I I don't remember what the job was or anything, but I do remember just going, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is, I'll be able to do it. And I felt like I was a real plumber then. I feel like I am getting there with bricklaying. Like it's honestly, it just with any skill, it takes absolutely years to learn, as you guys will know. So I feel like doing it two and a half years isn't long enough to say I've even halfway there yet. Because my when I wanted to start bricklaying, I said to my brother, I really I want to get into bricklaying. And he was like, Oh, have you got a spare seven years? And I was like, Oh God, oh my God, is that how long it's gonna take? But when you do it every day, you pick up little bits along the way, like this is why I do kind of think that going in and doing an apprenticeship on site or going on to site um, straight from school would be, be more beneficial than going to college yeah, because you can pick up that problem solving straight away. And with bricklaying, anyone could put one brick on top of the other. It's not rocket science to build a straight wall, but it's all the things that go wrong that you have to fix that you don't know and you won't learn, won't, won't learn in yeah. college because you won't come across those problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, and yeah, you learn from each other because uh, like, I worked on my own for years and then and then I got a bit like, oh, I need some company. So I went and worked with some other people as well. And I learned so much from them. And you can, so you are, you're always learning stuff. Mm. Yeah. And, and it, it made my business better by learning bits off them. And mm. now, even now, I'm faster. I know like yeah. what to, sander to use and, you know, all these little tips that I got from them. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it is good. Yeah, definitely. I do feel like you learn a lot from the people around you. Um, we have got our VT to play now, everybody. So we had Amy the Sparky. She went out um, into the public and she asked them about a few questions about women in the trade. Here's what they got up to. So you're happy to work with women? Yeah, yeah. Some of the women are better painters than us, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's good to see. Like... We're here in Birmingham to talk to tradespeople about women working in construction. Since you've been doing it, have you ever experienced any discrimination? Um, I wouldn't say discrimination, but it's very obvious that people don't expect me to turn up on site. Like, yeah. I used to um, 
quite a while ago, but that's all changed eh, in the past couple of years. Not really, no. I get along with everybody. Yeah, it's been fine. Well, I'll just, I'll just enjoy the banter you get on salt because you don't get it anywhere else. I haven't, no. 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 Do you think things are improving now in that area? I just think it's just really gone behind behind the smile, if you know what I mean. It's not as wide, but it is behind closed doors. It's So it is still happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you experienced other people being discriminated against? Maybe, yeah. Yeah? Ever so slightly, yeah. Uh, on occasion, yes. Yeah. 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 No, I think that's ruled out more nowadays, isn't it? Like, people, people learning to get on with each other more, aren't they? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So... No, there ain't no room for that, is there? Why do you think women are discriminated against in construction? Well, I work with quite a lot of women in construction okay. and they don't get discriminated at all, to be quite honest. I mean, I've not said like anyone's been particularly weird with me being on site, That's so... Um, but, yeah, it's not a common thing, but it's not as uh, noticeable as yeah, it used to be. Men can be little women. don't agree with it myself. A lot of good women engineers in the industry, so... But I have seen it first time, it's not nice. Yeah. It's probably like the older times, we yeah. obviously thought women couldn't do what we can, what they can do, but obviously they can. So do you think it's changing? Like, do you think you're seeing more women yeah, in yeah, these roles I've now? More women, I've seen more women yeah. on site than I have done in the last ten yeah. years. And would you be happy to take a, a girl on? Yeah, I don't see why not. There's no, there's no reason why not. As long as they've got the experience and obviously the right skills to do the trade, then there shouldn't be any problem in, you know, taking a, taking a lady on. Are you happy to work with women? Yeah, yeah, not a problem. If anything, it would inspire me if a woman would come onto site, and because it just shows that a woman can do that job. You know, it's not yeah. just for men. Okay, so uh, we had a bit of a head shake in here and a bit of mumbling. So I think we might just go on to the subject of discrimination about women in the trade. So um, how do you feel like, uh, do you feel like women have been discriminated in the trade? Do you think they still are? Uh, From my experience of, because we now have a community of at least 700 tradeswomen and we hear from we hear stories like some of the guys were talking about um, saying that, yes, they do think that women are discriminated against, although none of them ever discriminate against a woman, which is great. If that's the truth, that's fantastic. Um, but we do hear stories. Um, well, I, could, I could go onto our group now and I bet I could pick out five stories where that has happened. And it could be, it could be you know, um, from the very smallest thing like, you know, Oh, it's only you know, oh, too weak to pick that up. Yeah, which is which, which we can which we can all just like bat that off like it's like yeah. water off a duck's back. But then it could be as bad as, do you want a hand with that love, or do you want me yeah. to like do that for you, or let me do something, and then they'll end up yeah. doing something that like, you don't want to do, make makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. So just things like that, really. And I, I was doing a um. Just a, a very quick story. I was doing a, a voluntary. I was doing a big build for children in need. And there were 300 tradesmen and basically me. Although there were lots of women on site. The women were making the tea, feeding us. It was great cleaning up after us. And the number of times I had guys who felt like they were being well-meaning coming up to me saying, do you want me to do that for you, love? Yeah. And now... 
a plumber of 30 years has got more experience than probably any other tradesperson on that site. Yeah. And even I was getting that. And I just thought, oh, thank goodness I'm self-employed. Yeah. Because how would somebody who's employed have to be put up with this on a regular basis? Yeah. And you just like, you do brush it off, but it, it eats at your confidence. It's got to. Yeah, it's actually called, um, because I learned this word the other day, it's what you call benevolent sexism, where men put you on a pedestal and want to kind of help you all the time and help you carry your bags and help you do things. But actually, like, we're trying to have a movement where, like, it's not that we don't need men, but we, we don't need all this help that has been made out to be that like, we're not strong enough we can't do this we can't, we're women we can't we can mm. so we and now if we need help we'll ask we you can. for it yeah i mean when i was doing um back in the old days when the, you had to put tanks and cisterns in lofts and stuff or take them down and uh, or take boilers off walls if i couldn't lift it by myself i mean there was plenty of times when i accosted strange men on the street and said i need help and they would be happy to help yeah you know if we can feel like we can ask for help yeah. when we need it, then that's going to be appropriate help. Yeah. My, my boss is really good with me. Like he pretty much just leaves me alone and he will give me hard jobs as well. Stuff that is like today, I was laying concrete blocks above my head about here and concrete blocks weigh about 20 kilos. They are seriously heavy. And he wouldn't come around and be like, are you right? How are you doing? He just goes, can you build that corner? And then, which don't come out here. Mm -hmm. He won't even bother. He wouldn't ask me how I am because he knows that he could just leave me to it. And if I need any help, which I never do, I can ask. Mm -hmm. yeah, but exactly. I'm absolutely fine to do it on my own. And that is doing heavy lifting all day long. And he knows that I'm fine to do it because that's just part of the job. So I really, I really so do. So you know, like you build up strength, don't you? Yeah, yeah exactly. You don't start off a muscle woman. Yeah. You like if you're walking into a house, like you've obviously got customers there and you've got, you'll have male customers there, you know, do they come out and help you with your stuff out of the van? Like you can do it yourself. It's yeah. not hard to carry some buckets of paint, you know, but I think in their mind that they've probably seen it like we've been doing all this time, women can't do it. And now women are doing it. They, that you know just showing them that we can basically at the end of the day and showing that women are just capable yeah. you don't need to be the hulk like a hulk to to be a tradie yeah and, and also you know we're not saying that um men are sexist necessarily all of them but there's this thing called unconscious bias yeah. and it's like when something has always been that way and all of a sudden you see something that you aren't expected it makes you just go oh that's strange and that's unconscious bias that's yeah. like oh it's not even always, the double take it, yeah the know, double take that's past, unconscious like, bias yeah. you know because you you couldn't you you can catch yourself doing that and go oh that's really good yeah or you can go oh yeah. that's wrong <laughs> and those yeah. that's the difference between the people who change their unconscious biases and tackle them yeah and people who carry on with the old ways We've got a few comments coming in. We'll just read a few of them out. We've got Mika who said, careers advisors discourage kids from coming into trades. A lot of them say, you're too good for that. They only see going on to uni as um, a valuable, I guess, a valuable job. So I completely agree with that. I really, really do think that everybody, um, boys and girls, have been discouraged from going into a trade as a sort of kind of trash job that you just do if you don't have any studies. I often get a lot of comments on my videos because um, I've got social media. I often get a lot of comments saying, oh, she didn't get any GCSEs. Oh, this is where no GCSEs will get you ki kids. And actually, I'm earning more money than people do after studying, going to uni and getting a job after uni. I'm still earning more money than them after two years on site. Like, 
I don't think it's pushes like and I did go to uni to uni yeah I left I left profession yeah, exactly. and came into trades and yeah. I'm actually happier than I've ever been yeah I think that's the thing it's it's not pushed as a as a great job and like you absolutely love your job yeah. so like why do you think that they're not why do you think they're not pushing it like it's just it kind of sounds bizarre I have no idea I was oblivious <laughs> but I like like this to be honest um so um I've, n I've never seen never seen any difference between men and women only physical yeah do you, so, do you feel like you've had like any discrimination at your work because I know you work on your own a lot or well, here's a good question actually do you feel like um worried or scared to go into other people's houses on your own like yeah. when because I literally never work on my own I never and you probably have to go into your house a lot with maybe men on your own like how do you feel about that um, well, if I'm doing a quote and I've not been before, then I'll text um, the address where I'm going to, to my partner, just in case, because you just never know, dear man or woman. Mm. But um, So, yeah, I guess sometimes you can have a little bit of thing, like, oh, what if he is, you know, what am I going to do? I'll pick that up and hit him with that. Or... Yeah, because you hear stories <laughs> like that online, and, like, but, it scares the life out I think, of you. Yeah, you could be like that about everything, though, couldn't you? You could, you just yeah. To, yeah. You could, and also, you know, if somebody wants to attack there. somebody, they shouldn't really be trying to do that with somebody who can wield a massive yeah. spanner. But you just, a, you know, you just jab them in the eye with a paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I usually get like if I'm if I feel like I need to keep safe, I usually get my keys out. Yeah, mm -hmm. so yeah, you know, we shouldn't have to do that, should we? Though? No, <laughs> we don't. men don't have to do that when they go into uh, other yeah, people's houses. Well, I yeah. guess that's the thing that I'm oblivious to if you're a woman. And I guess it's just like if I'm walking somewhere and, and I'm somebody's behind me and it's yeah. dark and then I'm like, all oh, right, what am mm. I going to use for a weapon? Yeah. So I guess it's that kind mm. of thing. Yeah. That, that I roam around with. Yeah. Just yeah. You just have to be keys. You just have to be conscious all the time. <laughs> like, I always feel like you just, you've got to keep your wits about you. Yeah, um, definitely. It's just being sensible, isn't it, really? Like, yeah. you could be a man or a woman. You've just got to be aware of your surroundings and be sensible and then, but also not let it rule your life yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 You've got, still got to live your life, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, we've still got a few more. The comments just keep coming in today, guys. This is amazing. Everyone that does comment gets entered into a draw to potentially win the On The Tools hoodie at all the fashion right now, guys. So make sure you get your comments in. We've got Jen. She says, I studied at level one and two painting and decorating, going back to college at 30. I'm a single parent of two and have been running my own business for six years now. Definitely look at your local college, uh, local colleagues. Colleges. Colleges. I'm waiting for the next. Is there another line after that? Just definitely look at your local <laughs> colleges. Okay. Yeah, that's really great that people are going into um, trades late on in life as well. Because if I have a lot of messages saying, oh, you know, I'm already 23. Is it too late? I'm like, that is literally, your life hasn't even started yet, mm. guys. Like, I didn't get on site until I was 23. I didn't pick up a trowel until I was 24. And if somebody said to me now at 30, I want to learn bricklaying, just go for it. Like there is no time to start learning a trade as you the know. Average, yeah, well, the average age of women coming into trades actually is between 25 and 20, 35. Oh, right. We've I'm even sorry. heard of, we've even heard of, um, you know, 39, 40 year olds, over 40. Yeah. Co contacting us saying I want to be a plumber. We can study at any age. Like, there is no limit on studying. So don't put a limit on yourself to when you can and can't start a job. The, the, the problem is, though, that when you are older, um, 
getting the placements and the experience. And that's that's kind of where we sit and we help those women to still become plumbers. Yeah. If they if because they're you know, the workplace is discriminatory. It just it just, you know, the thing is women come into trades later in general and we need to change that. So yeah. the women are coming in at the same time as yeah. everyone else. So they get the opportunities for funding for apprenticeships and all of that. But because they come in a bit later, um, you know, you kind of think to yourself, well, I'm, 30, I'm 40 years old, or I'm 45 years old. Who's, you know, nobody's going to tell me what to do and nobody's yeah. going to want to employ me. Yeah. So, and I'm too scared to go self-employed. So what have I, what have I got in yeah. trades? And that's where we kind of sit and we yeah. can support those women. Because you're also not going to be on the big bucks when you start out. You're obviously exactly. going to be paid the minimum wage. Um, but even working as a labourer, which is the like the lowest paid job on site, I was still getting paid more than I was at my previous job. Even with zero experience as a girl on site, I was still getting paid more than my previous job. So it's like literally you just have to take that step even if you are going to take a pay cut you the good thing about being in a trade is you there is always going to be career progression you can always make more money you can do overtime if you want you can really you know put your neck out and find that extra work um so if you you know there's uh, there's jobs out there maybe if you're working in the office style that you just work Monday to Friday and that's all your hours like I've worked in a job in an office. You can't do overtime. wasn't allowed. You're not allowed to work for your lunch. And if you did, you don't get paid for it. So what incentive is that? You know, being self-employed, like as you are, like, do you find that you have like a lot of incentive to want to go out and find loads of work and make loads of money? Uh, yeah, I did it. I did it one bit. I went full on and went and did tile training for the tiles and wet rooms. And I went probably too fast. Um, but I got excited. Uh. well you know you have to start yeah. somewhere if yeah. you know you mm. might have done that and um like i said there's loads of different trades to get into if you don't try something you're never going to know if you like it or not yeah and also even if you don't follow it through and you go into a different trade you've still learned still that, that. Still yeah. back to it yeah. or and then you meet different people how, how do you get your work do you um, advertise uh, no, I don't now. No, no, I don't. I wear them out. I've never advertised. Um, I advertised right at the very beginning. Yeah. And you find yeah. that once you've gone into someone's house, the whole street knows you. Yeah. It's word of yeah, mouth. It's spread are, so much. If you much. are good at your job, yeah. then obviously the person next door can see your van outside and think, oh, I need a plumber. I'll go around, pop around and see how, how they were. Oh, yeah, she was really good. So word of mouth is like my dad's the same. Um and all the old boys are the same. They never had social media back then. They didn't even, I don't even think my my dad even put an ad in a newspaper or anything. He just, you know, be down the pub talking to people and he'd end up just getting jobs like that. And his phone is still 30 years, I mean, Bricklow for 30 years, is still ringing nonstop. It is crazy how much work there is out there for people in the there trades, is which is why I think it is really important that we do mm. just try and push um, more women to get in because there is a stat here that nearly a third of construction workers are over the age of 50. And in the next 10 to 15 years, half a million workers are going to leave the industry. Yeah, so, like, women getting into the industry is vital to, like, put, to stop that gap. You know, we've got to fill that gap. Yeah, we have. I mean, people say it's coming, but actually it's here. Yeah, it is. I already yeah. I already feel it. I Tyler's mm. um, I heard about three years ago. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I, I'm, yeah, I'm interested in seeing how we can 
positively get lots of women more involved because I were oblivious to it being, I thought lots of people were getting involved and so I think if we could use like this yeah. to make it more so we can get more women just even or ha- just having opportunity. today having a chat yeah, yeah just, just talking about it and people like still we've got loads of comments still coming in let's read a few of them we've got Mika she says yeah we hear stuff that would make your toes curl thank goodness it's getting less and that men are learning uh, to challenge it that's really good we were actually talking about this um just before the show where we were talking about like how you shouldn't just ignore sexist comments and um what's the, I'm trying to think of the other word to use just yeah just basically sexist comment and discrimination for women in the trade um don't ignore it because it might not seem like anything to you like I would just ignore a sexist comment and after today talking to Hattie I won't <laughs> because we were saying if you ignore it then then the next person that comes along it might really offend them and that person that said that sexist comment probably just think that's all right and it means nothing and if you don't approach that person and tell them that that's actually a really nasty thing to say they might say it to the next woman that gets into the trade or on site and that might really discourage them enough to even make them leave mm. yeah i think people say oh, oh you know i don't want to i don't want to rock the boat i don't want to be that moaning yeah woman. i don't want to be I'm i don't want to be the one person. yeah i don't want to get into conflict but you never know if you approach the guy and say actually you know when you said that in front of everyone it really made me feel uncomfortable yeah they might actually be mortified yeah the yeah. guy they might actually go i'm really sorry i really didn't mean it i think some people are just i think a lot of people would I, I think we think it's worse than it is but it doesn't mean that it's not happening yeah i think with my line of work um, and this is why you get so many negative comments online because a lot of people say stuff behind your back and I definitely know that I get the at work I get the double take and I I can see the way that people look at bright me with my bright pink hard hat <laughs> and my visual. I'm not making it any easier for myself wearing that but I love the color pink and I love I love my hard hat I love I love wearing pink. I'm not going to change wearing pink because some people, because men don't like looking at it because a lot of the men don't care. Like the men on my site are really nice. Everyone's really happy, but that's not to say like, I don't know what they're saying behind closed door, but I can see the double takes and I can see the way look at people look at me and I can see the comments that are written about me online because I've, you know, I've got social media and the comments on there are absolutely like vulgar, even in my, on my TikTok. Yeah. And on, uh, even on Instagram posts and I do usually block the people that say these horrible things because I don't need that in my life but they will go as far as to go into my DMs on Instagram and send horrible stuff and like why would you bother even going that far as no, to tell I mean, it's great anything? we know how to block people but then they're not learning any lessons from it but it's not that it's up to us to teach them those yeah. lessons but they'll just go on and find somebody else to do yeah. it too. And that's a it's horrible that's a horrible thing about social media you know it's got yeah. two sides doesn't it it's a brilliant side because we found tons of support via social media yeah you know, we've created groups and people talking to each other who've never met each other yeah you know, I've, I've, I've in our group of like 200 300 women i've probably only met about five of them actually in yeah London. i'm hoping to meet more of them on the 6th of july in our event in london yeah i'm hoping that 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 we will be able to meet more but um you know it's it's Oh, I thought I was lost. My, lost my train. Then I don't normally get uh, lost London, for words. July. Yeah, I was just. I was just going to say that. Um, um, no, got just. Yeah, just meeting. Um, meeting women, other people in real just life. Four women in the trade. Yeah. Like. Oh, I was talking about the double edge, the double sides of 
social media, how brilliant it yeah. is, but how awful it can also be. And so, you know, we're never going to get rid of the awful side. No, we're we just, aren't. We are. And do you know what? Like, people generally aren't horrible to me on site, but the stuff that I get online when people are behind closed doors and they think they can just write whatever they want behind a, a keyboard. Like, I've honestly had girls write to me and be like, I am honestly, I don't know whether I want to go into a trade because I've seen some of the comments on your TikTok. Like, that is how like they're they're getting affected because these people aren't being nice yeah that's what i was gonna say like got to think about the younger generation like i've got a daughter and she's 15 so like i always teach everything that i've learned and so she's seen me like you said uh, ever since she was little going picking her up in my painting mm -hmm. clothes and yeah. and just like you said she would approach somebody if somebody says something sexist to her she will just tell them straight away well, that's because, really good so she's just factual just you know yeah that's, that's really that's good got, that has been nice to just get more of that mm. hopefully really. she can get on my TikTok and it'll be and good if it isn't just the girls story. doing it it'll be good if it isn't just girls doing it boys should actually yeah call it out shouldn't they yeah like some of them some of them do yeah yeah, should, yeah, yeah. i guess like some people just don't want to get involved in all that thing we so don't blame them really well no <laughs> we don't blame them but you know it is it is hard i mean people don't want to we work with companies that want to get more women in and when we say to them well you need to look at all your policies all your health and safety regs all this all that all that they go oh can't you just like put a few women our way <laughs> we're like well we could but they won't stay yeah because your environment isn't good yeah, yeah so I it is hard that. work but you know if we want to change things you have to do hard work we've got some more comments coming in guys we've got shana again we've got um one of our tutors told me i'd never make it as an electrician i proved him wrong cool. absolutely this is like what we need is more um girls like you posting stuff like that online and you know breaking the bias really at the end of the day and we have um got the hoodie guys so just make sure all the comments you're throwing in there um you can win that one person will win the hoodie at the end um obviously we'll send it to you in your size so this might be <laughs> it'll be whatever size that you are so yeah get your comments in and keep liking and sharing this because we're basically talking today about getting more women into the trade and how we can get more women into the trade we've still got some more comments firing in we've got katie saying my cousin was sexually assaulted while working in someone's house she gave up shortly after and was totally unsupported by her company and this is what we were talking about a minute ago like it yeah. would be that would put you off working for the rest of your life i should think and yeah. it's stories like that that scare people and put people off but you can't not tell them stories because they aren't that's generally what is happening they need to know because it's real life and it does happen and, and it happens a lot so, yeah so you just got to be realistic and so right you got to be prepared so keep yourself safe yeah tell somebody where you're going just and also though yeah. they used there has to as katie says there has to be mechanisms within the company yeah and that yeah and not oh, yeah, just, just you're not just ignored that girl that poor mm -hmm. who got assaulted yeah. you know there has to be there has to be things have to be called out yeah absolutely. There has to be zero tolerance but then if you're self-employed like who do you go back to like you've only got yourself like she worked for a company and mm -hmm. they didn't support her yeah i just i would just about to say they didn't support her which is quite common from you know yeah it's not awful don't you and then nobody's supporting you know but um oh, that's horrific isn't it because yeah. you're already traumatized yep what you need is you need some support yeah i feel it's like essential in my job because i work for a prop like a big site with they have loads and loads of 
um, systems in place. And we also do have another woman working with us. She works in the office and she often, I'm not actually sure about her actual job title, but she's really nice. Um, and she um, goes around site a lot and she does spend a lot of time with the guys and she checks the sites and checks the plots and stuff like that. Um, so I feel like if I ever had a problem, I could go and talk to her about it and I wouldn't feel so alone because I've got another woman in the industry. I don't feel like I could go to a man and talk about that because it might be something where they just go, oh, you know, that's just how it is or, oh, that was nothing. And it might not be, no it might be nothing to somebody else, but it's not nothing. Mm. It's definitely not nothing. <laughs> oh, God. This yeah. is why we do need, like, women to be able, this is why it's important to have more women in the trade. So women have other women. We don't just have, like, an absolute, like, 50 men on a site because it makes you it's daunting you feel like you haven't got anyone to go to luckily i've got my gang they're still not girls at the end of the day like you know men and women are different so yeah. it's, it's nice to have a girl on site yeah because i when you, when i was speaking about earlier i because i work in domestic i would just picturing a lady in a house but you're on about a company which is yeah, yeah so i mean how do you get how do you get around that i mean there must be there, mm. there needs to be something to keep people say yeah. a bit yeah you know, I, I think companies should actually hire more than one woman at a time not just one well we've got yeah we've got two on, I mean, our on site, site at the moment so, on yeah. site yeah. on the tools because there was a case we heard of where um there was an incident of sexual abuse on a site there were more than there was more than one woman uh, employed by that company who were on that site but they uh, nothing ever happened but this one woman was at the other end of the site and that was when something happened to her Yeah, because she was isolated from, she wasn't with somebody, another yeah. woman on site. So I think women, uh, there should be a policy of no woman alone yeah. on site yeah. until these things are no longer happening and then we can feel safe alone. Yeah. And sites are like absolutely huge as well. It's not like you're in a, a, a office space or you're in a tight-knit community like the plots are everywhere the site is huge anything can happen at any time I've, I've never felt threatened at work and I don't feel threatened by any of the guys but that's not to say that it'll just definitely never happen mm. we've still got more comments coming in guys you are firing these comments away today we've got Claire she says um in the women on the tools white paper, 78% of tradeswomen said they faced discrimination, but those in the trade also had such high levels of job satisfaction overall. Things need to change, then more women can benefit from working in the industry. And we were talking actually about um, some of the white paper research and what they basically got out of their report. Um, and you were talking about some. Can you think of any off the top of your head? Um, I, I think that... Um, the. the oh. No, we got. We did have some. We did <laughs> have. Awesome. We did have some stats, but I can't really find them on this sheet of paper. But basically, yeah. The, the thing about the job satisfaction, I think, once you get into this trade, it, it into a trade or into the industry, the job satisfaction is through the roof. Yeah. As long as you don't have to put up with the other crap. Yeah. Which is not part of your job. The job itself is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, I absolutely love. I do love my job, and like I do feel like there is a high level of job satisfaction, um, just because it's nice doing something out of the ordinary. Like it's nice. It's actually nice doing something that nobody thought that you could ever do. I feel like I do feel quite accomplished when I get home at the end of the week. So 
uh, that is a you know a high level of job satisfaction just there we've still got another comment guys keep your comments coming in these are amazing to read we've got jackie she said it's so important to raise the profile and break the bias i teach plumbing and we visit secondary schools to run activities this week we have been we have been donating molly in construction books to nurseries and primary schools the earlier we normalize women in the trades the better absolutely, absolutely. so this is like sort of um, that hashtag is trending at the moment um break the bias because it's but we feel like it's been we've been trying to push this for so long like obviously i'm new to this you guys have been trying to push this for such a long time like do you feel like you're kind of whacking your head against the wall um i don't feel like i'm whacking my head against the wall today uh, because of the numbers of people that I've been speaking to over this last International Women's Week, which only was yesterday, um, and the number of people we've been talking to over the last couple of years, um, the amount of support we've been getting for the things that we're doing, the work that we're doing. So I don't feel like, I feel like I've been bashing my head against the wall for a long, long time, I like but I feel now. like things are finally. moving. They're finally moving. They're not moving at the pace that I've always wanted them to move, but no. then I always want things to move fast. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm running out of time. Do you know what I mean? I'm reaching myself. <laughs> We've got 200 yeah. years before we get equal know, male and women. So none of us are going to be here in 200 years to see it happen. But, you know, <laughs> it's good to have a dream. Uh, we have got the um, winner of the hoodie as well, guys. We're going to announce that in a little while. Oh, we're going to announce it now. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to pull up the whiteboard again. So, right, I'm going to let Hattie read, read that. Okay, that, that is... Georgos Mandzukas. That sounds like a Greek name to me. You guys are me. really testing me. That sounds like a Greek name to me. Skills. Are you Greek? Georgo. Georgo. Okay, guys, that is all we've got a time for. So thank God you're here because that one would have really thrown me. So, yeah, um, we will send you a message and we'll get the hoodie sent out to you. Um, that is all we've got time for today, guys. We like thank you so much for putting all your comments in. Uh, I can't thank you enough for supporting women in the trade. Like, this is seriously a movement that's happening. We're great to actually be here. And like you just said, seeing stuff move finally. So just like, comment and share this, guys. Get on your socials and just share women in the trade. Thank you all. Thank you, guys. See you next time.